Sagittarius colleague, it's Denise Veneri, and welcome to my second video in a series on analysis and reporting. First thing I want to say is that the trend is solid. There is a move to more digital channels when it comes to advertising dollar spending. However, I don't see television channel going away anytime soon. When a brand produces a TV spot, they're looking to convey something to the consumer. And often that feedback that you receive from the consumer through your call center can be very valuable and insightful, and sometimes it could be very surprising. And who's better to share consumer insights around television spots than all my specialists and analysts out there in the consumer care industry. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. For those that don't know me, I have been in the roles of brand specialists and I've also led a small team of analysts in the consumer care function for the past 20 years working for two large CPG companies. So I decided to start this channel to create some community, share tips and tricks and best practices, and maybe offer up a little inspiration. For this video, I'd like to offer up my thoughts on advertising tracking, specifically for television spots. I'll refer to them as TV spots. So tip number one is do understand the when and the what of the TV advertising. I did my first video on five hacks to gain insight into your brand's marketing plans. That's a good one to reference. I will try to link it here to this video if I can do that. But really the basic tenant there is you really can't help with the tracking unless you know when this television spot is going to be on air and then you can sort of re-engineer and work backwards to figure out what you need for the call center and reporting and be at the ready when the comments start coming in. So for the what, do try to request the actual TV spot from your brand. Now, sometimes in my experience, I have found that production is really being completed very close to airtime and often you cannot really receive that video spot in time to go through everything that I'm going to suggest you go through here. So, dun, 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 dun. introducing pro tips. So pro tip on this one is if you can do request the storyboards and that's often sort of a written out, um, not very fancy, very informal sort of screen by screen shot of what the video is going to be, what the sort of the text is on screen, what the voiceover is, and this way you can begin to kind of absorb that, talk with your brand and get a sense for what is going to be conveyed. But at the end of the day, you will be able to get your hands on the television spot and you do want to send that to the call center. They can do some fun things with that. Maybe, you know, it gets run on part of a loop on a television screen um, when we all are back into the office or um, you can try to figure out something else fun about that. Maybe there's a contest with questions about the spot or product featured or what the tagline is, but anything to really sort of help absorb the content of the spot with your brand ambassador so that when a consumer does call, they'll be at the ready to know, okay, which one are we talking about? 
So the name of the spot that's used internally in the production is also very helpful because sometimes, let's say a brand has got a couple different creatives that they're running at the same time for the same new product, let's just say. This way, if you know the TV spots, then if you're putting the, you know, sort of an abbreviation of that spot name in the verbatims, then you as an analyst can easily distinguish between the two creatives going on. So let me share some topics I've seen come through in my experience on advertising. The first one is definitely a feel-good story and I was working and supporting a tomato sauce product and a spot was running and it had the most beautiful violin music, no words, um, just the solo violin and it was like achingly beautiful and it really was evoking family and food and really celebrating all that. And even upon listening to it early on, we had no idea that this music was going to touch so many of our consumers. People started asking where they could get this music. What is the name of the music? Because they wanted to get their hands on it. So we had several people who wanted it to use as part of their wedding ceremony. Is that beautiful or, or what? And I remember someone else, this was kind of unique, wanted to use it as part of their ice skating routine. Anyway, people just loved it and it made them happy. In fact, every time I listened to it, you know, I could feel myself tearing up. It was just, it was beautiful. So what we did as a um, consumer engagement team is, you know, working with the brand and understand if there's something we can share with our consumers. Unbeknownst to me, and the team, this was music that was specifically written and produced for the TV spot. So it really was not something at the time that you could just pick up off the shelf or get sheet music and, and learn to play it. So we did come to an agreement where there was an opportunity to include the music on our website, which really made a lot of people very happy. You know, I think in terms of some of the concerns I've seen come across, some of them are things like, around the level of noise. So this is too loud in this particular area. I think there's also some feedback that I've seen on the repetitiveness of a spot. And I think that's very important in terms of, you know, sort of the wear out, which is one of those metrics that the brand uh, does definitely follow. Um, especially in those situations when say you have a long running spot and very deep GRPs, which measure sort of the breadth and depth of um, the spot on air. You know, another example is that, to, you know, to think about is that there's always gonna be groups of people with very strong feelings one way or another on a topic that's represented in a TV spot. I think the brand does a really good job um, in today's world to ensure that they're doing their best to convey their message while making everyone feel good about it. I think your job as an analyst specialist is to just always be mindful that that's a goal that the brand has, that you have. And if you're looking at a storyboard and you might think, well, hmm, what about this? Have a discussion with the brand. But like I said, they're doing really a super job with taking those things into consideration, more so today than maybe in the past when I was just starting out in the business. Okay, tip number two, you wanna develop an advertising tracker and have that at the ready. 
So even though television spots may be kind of going down in terms of how much money's being spent, like I said, the brand's not walking away from this and you wanna be at the ready with a template that either yourself or other people on your team can use. Okay, so for this tracker, you're gonna to have to be able to discern sort of which spot is which and make sure you're assigning the right feedback. So I've seen this done a couple different ways. Um, so one way is that, let's say the internal name for the spot is television. Um, you would, um, you could set up television as a subject or reason code in that subject hierarchy and then the brand ambassador would listen for the clues and then assign that particular spot as the subject. I also have seen with this approach that sometimes that can be a little bit more complex for the brand ambassadors. So one way that I really like is that, again, the name is important, that internal name is important. And what if the brand ambassadors includes that in the verbatim, and you can decide whether it's the front of the verbatim or at the end of the verbatim, excuse me, but maybe it's an abbreviation, and um, that's included in there, and then the UPC or product hierarchy that would be selected would be, say, for that particular brand that's featured. This way it's a little less cumbersome for the brand ambassador to select both the product and the correct um, you know, TV spot name in the hierarchy. And you can always, as an analyst, go into the verbatims and sort then by that spot name. The brand is really gonna be interested in that consumer sentiment, right? So maybe you're tracking it by complaint, inquiry, praise, or perhaps you have another set of definitions for sentiment. Whatever it is that you're doing, you know, you, you really wanna separate your tracker um, by those three buckets. And then also you want to display the data either weekly or monthly at some agreed upon interval with the brand or use your own judgment. If the spot is really encouraging a very large influx of comments, then maybe that's weekly. But more recently, I've seen that maybe just a, a monthly tracker can um, be employed. Again, it's going to depend on your situation. And of course, you're always going to want to provide the full verbatim for your brand, as well as a brief summary of the highlights um, where you're kind of assessing you know, what are the important salient pieces of information that you want to convey to the brand. So always be on the lookout for where you can add value. That's really one of our mantras here at My Curious Colleague. And one way to do that bum, ba, da, da, is another pro tip for you, is work with the brand to understand what the weekly GRP, GRPs are for those spots. And again, um, I think that's gross rating points and it, it measures the depth and the breadth of the spot on air. I hope I have that correct. Um, and if you've got a brand that is looking to benchmark Remember, you always want to align with your brand in terms of, well, what are they looking at, right? And let's say they're looking at another spot. Maybe it's on a similar uh, brand within the company, but they are benchmarking. You might want to lay in these GRPs. So sort of like 
uh, how you normalize the data for new products. What you can do here is complaints divided by gross rating points. You're going to have to move the decimals around a little bit to get a, a number that's kind of palatable. Um, but it's kind of nice because it normalizes those comments easily across different spots, either in similar brands or um, even spots within the actual, um, the same brand, really. Now, I do have a little word of caution there. Sometimes the spending shifts around from quarter to quarter. You know this, right? And so that may affect those GRPs that you need to create the normalized data. So you're gonna really want to, I think one, use this normalization very judiciously in those cases that it's really gonna add value. And second, in order to do this effectively, you're gonna to have to stay in lockstep with your brand and make sure you understand from them what are the adjusted GRPs that they're working with so that you can use those in your tracker. And another mantra, if you've listened to any of the videos is, I really like a holistic point of view when it comes to assessing new products and even advertising. So while I would love it if I could just say, oh, just our one data point coming through, you know, consumer engagement is going to, um, you know, make you act in a certain way with either the new product or the advertising, you always want to understand what else is the brand looking at? So it's your data. Um, are they also got some targets with sales? Um, are they looking like at other benchmark TV spots? And we talked about that. Is there anything that they learned from any of their um, market research that they conducted on the spot prior to going on air? Well, I will tell you in today's environment, with things moving so fast and shifting, you may or may not have that information, but that's okay, you can still add value. Um, you might wanna understand the impressions they're going for, what's going on in terms of their level of engagement they're expecting in social media, maybe what they anticipate the questions to be. And then, um, you know, you can still be a part of that conversation with your data points. The good news in my experience, at least for the companies that I've been associated with, the good news is that I've, re I've never actually seen um, a spot entirely pulled from the air. However, again, you want to be there to support your brand and be part of that conversation of the holistic view of what's going on. You know, my final pro tip, da 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 is that advertising is a little bit more of an art for specialist analysts to look at than say new products, again, in my experience. So it's gonna take a little bit um, of, you know, maybe some further conversation or just being a little bit more nimble with um, the data. Why don't you subscribe to my channel? So this way you can be in the know when my next video is posted. Thank you so much for being with me. Stay curious. Ciao.